You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Broncos Broncos Country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, guys, we welcome you back uh, after that quick break. Uh, Nick, we talked a lot about him to start. We talked a lot about uh, game management and what all went down today. And I, let me just ask you this to set uh, the tone, and we can get into the booing in a second, but are you ready to hit the panic button on Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos? No, George, I'm not. I didn't hit the panic button um, after the first game of the season. Uh, I'm not even hitting the easy button. I'm hitting the concern button. So I don't know where that falls in the pecking order because I know usually red means stop. Uh, Yellow is a caution and green means go. So how are we labeling this now as far as the panic meter? Is green, does that that, uh, mean the panic button or or is it red? Which, Which one is it? I think it's red. Okay, well, I'm not hitting the red button yet. Now, the caution, I'm smacking that sucker with a hammer right now because I am a little concerned. I mean, when something like this happens once, then, okay, that, that's kind of a one-off. But when it happens in two consecutive games, it is slightly a concern. Now, I'm going to be watching the third game to see if they have fixed the problems. If they are not, then I'm going to have to join the remaining of Broncos country and I'm going to hit that red button. So uh, hopefully they can fix these issues and fix communication. But at, at this point right now, I am not jumping off the bus. I'm not jumping off the bus, but I am 1,000% hitting like the emergency exit on the bus. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, this. where's the emergency exit? How can I get to it? I, I think it's we're, we're at like DEFCON 2. I think that's like the second most severe, right? I think that's how it works. Yeah, I think that's uh, how it works. Yeah, DEFCON 2, we're right around there. I, I My hand is is securely on the panic button. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, so your hand is not even hovering. It's just, it's on the button. You just on it. press it down. Yes, it's on it. It's I mean, as soon as as soon as they had a at a the uh, delay of game on the I think it was like fourth and two, and they couldn't decide if they were going to go for it. So then they run out McManus to kick the field goal, and then they get the delay of game, and then they have to punt. My hand went immediately from like away from the panic button to on it. I was like, this is bad. That was horribly managed, and I I just can't get over that. And so, I look, I think they're going to figure it out. And I, it might take a whole season, right? Like this, this season may not pan out to be the season that we all anticipated, right? I, I came into it thinking, don't, don't don't do that, George. Don't don't do that. Don't 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 do that to me because I'm a very optimistic person. I look, and- I typically have two, Nick. But what we just watched, I can't be optimistic about that. <laughs> I mean, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Nick. I think that we just need to temper expectations. Maybe we should have done this from the start, right? Like I I came into this season thinking. 
the ceiling is probably 11 and six, right? right. Maybe they, maybe they win the division. Maybe they finish second. They're right there. They're a playoff team. And I thought the floor was nine and eight. I was like, they're going to have a winning season for the first time. in I think it's five years, right? I was like, this team's going to win football games. They're talented enough. Now I'm thinking the floor is like, could they go six and 11? Like, let's not forget that the no, teams that they so played weird. in the first two weeks, Nick, are the Seahawks and the Texans. Both those teams combined are not going to win probably more than eight or nine games this year. Okay. And they, the, the, the worst team that they have left on the schedule is the Jets, who just came back and beat the Browns. They, I just look, the NFL is different. You can change week to week, you can get better. Uh, you, you could have a ton of injuries that hurt you, which is obviously hurting the Broncos right now. I just think that everybody needs to take a step back, maybe take your hand off the panic button and just say, let's give them a season to figure out all this stuff. Because I think that's what's going on here. Nathaniel Hackett's learning as a first-year head coach how to communicate. And I think Russell Wilson is figuring out how to work with a guy like Nathaniel Hackett and obviously all the pieces around him. So that's where I'm at, Nick. Man, I don't want to panic, George. I mean, but you, you put up a, a great argument, and it's just like, man, I know, like, like Tinkerbell from Peter Pan, she used to sprinkle pixie dust. She used to make people happy. But your dust is entirely different. It's almost like you have a sack of coal that you're just sprinkling out there, and I'm just like, yes, yes, it's snowing. No, it's not. It's just this, this mountain of negativity that I, I don't want to welcome, George. I, I hope that you are entirely wrong saying six and 11, but I know there are fans out there saying that same thing, that they are losing confidence and faith in this team. And it's only up to the offense to change it. The defense changed from week one to week two. So I'm confident that if they can do it, you should be able to do it too. I just don't want these, this negativity that you are spewing out there to become reality, George. I, I just don't want it. Yeah. Well, and look, I don't think they're going to go six and 11. That's like a, an extreme, right? If that happens, then something went horribly wrong. Like Russell gets hurt or Cortland, God forbid, some, somebody gets hurt, right? They just have right. to get a terrible injuries. That's what would happen. But I do think it's realistic to say that this team could go eight, nine, nine and eight, which again, I think would be a little bit of a disappointment. Like to me coming into the season, this is a playoff or bust type season for me in terms of they go out and they get Russell Wilson. They go get DJ Jones, Kwan Williams, Randy Gregory, right? They made all these moves this offseason. And, and the excuse for years has been, well, they have the roster. They just don't have the quarterback. Or maybe they don't have the head coach either. Well, they went out and got their guy. They went out and got, you know, top five, top ten quarterback in Russell Wilson. So what's the excuse this year? And so I think that that's where my head is thinking. But, again, I think they, they have a chance to figure it out, right? Everybody does. It's the NFL, right? You can make changes. You can make uh, adjustments. You can become a better team throughout the season. I just, it makes, it makes me worry when they, you know, they're making these type of mistakes early in the season. And they're also losing some important guys. When you talk about if Jerry Judy and Pat Sertan are out for an extended amount of time, which I, I don't think they will be, but let's say they are, this team could be in, in some serious trouble. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, they could be, or they can go get your guy, Odell Buckham. Odell Buckham, save the season. Stop it. <laughs> Nick, okay, let's let's jump into the booing, though. Let's jump into the booing. I, I know we want to get to that. What? Well, you were there. You were there as a fan. You were in the stands. What was your immediate reaction when they booed the first time? And then I want to know what was your reaction by the end of the game when it was pretty – I mean, it was it was a collective group. I mean, it was ev- almost everybody, it felt like, booing. Well, it, you know, it just started to grow like a groundswell. First it was a yeah. couple of fans, and then more started uh, joining it. It was just kind of disappointing. I mean, I, I, I was watching the game with some longtime Bronco – uh, alumni, and that was kind of the sentiment that they were a little uh, uh, upset, but rightfully so. And the thing Hackett uh, embraced it, and he owned it up to it. He was like, "Darn right, they should be frustrated and should boo." I mean, he was booing himself, right? So when a head coach boos himself, then you know, hey, it's, it's fair game for everyone else. But here's the thing, you know, there's there's, there's another game on Sunday. He has uh, an extended time to fix whatever the issues were. I know Monday, short week, all of that. You can make justifications. Now is about riding the ship, and uh, hopefully they can do that so they can prevent the rules. Nick, were you ever booed? Uh, yeah. Uh, being a member of the Denver Broncos, yeah, you booed. But more importantly, I was a member of the New York Jets, and we're dealing with New Yorkers. So they, they, they boo everything. Even when things are going right, they still boo. So, yes. I've experienced it as a player. It makes you upset. Randy Gregory said it after the game. Uh, he loves the energy of the crowd, but he wants them to stop booing. I wish I could have tapped him on the shoulder and say, hey, bro, guess what? They're going to continue to boo here in Broncos country until something changed offensively. And if it doesn't, you guys are going to have to carry this team. And even with that being said, that's still going to be difficult because people are still going to criticize Russ and they're still going to criticize Nathaniel Hackett. So let me ask you this, Nick, as someone who has, has been booed a lot, you know, in your career, it sounds like. Wait, wait, wait. The way you said said that, you made it seem like I was a comedian. And I'm doing stand-up. Like, every time I do a set, I'm being booed. Uh, since you have been booed a lot. I mean, I haven't been booed that much. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but as a, as a player who has been booed maybe a couple times, how do you block that out? Because I, I was thinking in my head, and even as, as a coach, you know, it's the second quarter and you're you're failing to pick up first downs. You can't score. Things aren't going your way. And now the 70,000 people and all the people that were supposed to be on your side are letting you hear it. Uh, what what does that, I guess, feel like? And two, how do you as a player ignore that? You know, because, again, you, you I think Bradley Chubb said it best that they love you. They hate you. Right. That's how fans are. Uh, but how do you, as a player, in that moment, in a game, I guess, you know, block that out? Well, George, you really don't block it out. It's hard to yeah. block out 80,000, 90,000 people who are letting you know that you are stinking the joint up. The only thing that you can do, and, and fortunately for me, I played def- on defense. So we can go out there and we can change the impact of the game by making a sack or a forced fumble or interception. So at the end of the day, it just kind of made me angry and I wanted to go out and do my job even better than I did it before and just kind of let the fans know, hey, yeah, we here, we heard you, but guess what? Did you see that tackle I just made? Boo about that. So, I mean, 
we've had some issues before with fans. And look, fans are fans. They pay their money. They want to see a good product, especially with expectations and hype coming into the season. So once again, I I really can't blame them for uh, booing. And it's your job to go out there and, uh, you know, be productive. Because let's be honest, George, this is entertainment, is it not? And just think about this. If you pay money to go see, I don't know, a comedian or or let's say you want to go see the, the weekend at a concert, you want a concert, you want a great performance. If you don't get that, you're going to boo because this is not what I paid. Like what? I mean, uh, the tickets now, like maybe what, $179? You're not even sitting uh, uh, at the 40-yard lot. I want to be entertained. It just makes me think of Gladiator. Are you not entertained? It's like, uh, no, I'm not. You're stinking up the joint. Give me something to scream about. So, 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 yeah. Listen, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah. Well, I would never boo the weekend because he he always puts on a good performance. As someone who has seen him <laughs> at Empire Field, but I, I do think, like, you're right. Fans pay and and they have the right to boo. I've never been one to boo at a game of a team that you know. Wait, I, you've never booed, George. I haven't not not for not for my team and I but I that's not to say that I that like I'm looking down on fans who do like I I think that my 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 out is you know getting on like uh Twitter and just like ripping someone on Twitter more than you know booing you know or like getting on a burner account and being like oh this guy sucks you know like I I I've never been one to be like publicly like boo you know like I just doesn't what effect does that have in the game other than in my opinion like all of a sudden maybe the team isn't as confident or maybe they get frustrated with something like, like booing to me doesn't help the team at all. Maybe, maybe it makes them angry and they get more motivated. I don't know. I've never been booed, Nick. You, you're the one that's been booed. So I don't know what exactly that looks like. You know, uh, people would never boo me. Okay. Right? Well, okay. But that being said, George, okay. You said that people never boo you and you're not the booing type. Right. All right. You, you gave us the doomsday scenario, the 1611 and, you know, things are going haywire for the Broncos. If I'll boo Broncos- from the press box, Nick, if they if they go 6-11. and 11. Okay, okay. Well, well, how about this? Let's start with the next game. We're going to preview it later in the week. But if the Broncos come out in the first half of the Sunday night football game against the San Francisco 49ers and the, the outlook and the output looks similar to what we saw today and what we saw on Monday night football, will George Stoyer – actually boo well you know since i'm a, a member of the media i feel like that's inappropriate oh come on don't give but, me that you, now now you're trying to give yourself an out oh i'm a i'm a member of the media so i can't boo very prestigious nick um <laughs> i mean look if, if i was a fan and they went out and they did that again next week i'd probably boo you know i i, I the reason i've never booed is because i typically have you know good teams to cheer for as an oklahoma grad you know, they don't lose very often. So it, was, it wasn't like I was going to games that they were getting beat and this was a problem. But, you know, I definitely let my voice be heard on social media about how bad they were at times. But I, I think that, like, if they go out and they do, if it's similar to next week, let's say they go down in the red zone on the first drive and they have to kick a field goal again, people might collectively lose their minds in that stadium <laughs> if they can't score a touchdown in the red zone, which I found it hilarious tonight that the one touchdown was from 22 yards out. That was not a red zone touchdown. So, hey, look, I, I don't blame fans. Hey, wait, hold on now. See, see, here's where we need to redefine what the red zone is in the case of the Broncos because there is a such thing as high red zone, 
which is 20 yards going in and then low red zone, and that's 10 going in. The Broncos scored in the red zone, but it wasn't a low red zone when you really think about it, just like you said. Where was that pass thrown from, right, to Eric Salbert? It was a touchdown. It was in the red zone, but not our traditional sense of what the red zone is. By, by rule, it's the, it's inside the opponent's 20-yard line. So that's what I'm going by. Also, that doesn't fix that they're 0 and 5 at, and goal-to-go goal, goal situations. So inside the 10-yard line, they're 0 for 5. That's bad. That's really bad. And that probably deserves boost. So, I look, I – I don't blame people for booing. Would I boo? Probably not. Uh, you know, I'd probably just go buy another hot dog and sulk in, <laughs> sulk in some food and a uh, and a nice beer or something. You know. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you deal with your stress by feeding your stress. Yes, yes. I eat and I drink. That's how I. That's how I get rid of my stress. So that's exactly what I would have done in that situation. I'm like, well, the Broncos, they suck again. I'm gonna go get another hot dog. Well, well, here's what I want to give to you and the listeners, right? So if you don't want to be vocal with your boring because you still want to be re- respectful, what you do when you hit your social media account, just put a bunch of ghosts up there. Just get like five ghosts, right? Then I'll know what you mean. That's that's you booing, but not booing from a verbal standpoint. Perfect. Well, Nick Ferguson has exactly how you can stop booing for all you fans out there that have been booing the Broncos the past, <laughs> what, five, six years now. Uh, but look, let's see, Nick. Let's see if they if they can figure it out this next week. Like you said, the big, big couple weeks coming up. They've got the 49ers at home. Then they go to Vegas and start the, the, the division games, right, playing the Raiders who, you know, they blew a spectacular game today um, against the Cardinals. So we'll see what this looks like going forward. I, you know, the hope is the Broncos figure it out. I think they're going to be in for some tough games, but we'll see moving forward. So thanks, everybody listening. Please download the podcast, like it, um, share it with your friends. Um, and, and thanks again to everybody who's been listening to Touchdown Denver.